Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslick, and my guest host today is none other than you, Kirby Brunslick. Thanks for the intro. <laughs> none other than you. Than you. You're here. You're here, and I'm glad you're here because I'm about to get my period, and I'm really just in a pissy-ass mood, so I'm glad you're here. This is a really funny topic to talk about today. Because of how apathetic you were before hitting record and just going like, ugh, let's be able to do this. <laughs> and then once well, you hear what, it's, what the subject is, oh it's pretty much. Well, it's raining out and I'm on my lunch break and I just want to sit on the couch and watch HGTV. It's like, oh, it's like really 34 nice. degrees out. Yeah. Should, should this be our episode? How long is it? A minute and a half. <laughs> well, there we go. And Check. we decided <laughs> to go watch TV. Okay, but in all seriousness, um, today's podcast episode is about creating a podcast. It's a podcast, podcast. It's a podcast, podcast. And then podcast. in a couple of weeks, we're going to do a podcast about making a podcast about making a podcast. We're not going to do that. Podcast, 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 podcast. <laughs> you and your words. Um, so update on last week's um, episode where I talked about the autopsy table. It mm. is sold. Well, it's not there anymore. So it's either Maybe a so ghost took it. <laughs> <laughs> Possible. Why would a ghost in an autopsy table? Well, maybe it was the table they were autopsied on. <laughs> and they... <laughs> I don't know. Ask the okay. ghost. I'm not the one who took it. So I am least concerned about a ghost taking the autopsy table and more about... Someone in our neighborhood is interested enough in autopsies that they purchased (laughs) the table. Ooh, I could use that. That would help so much. I've been killing my back, murdering all these people. You could have bought it and put plants on it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. $450 plant stand, though. Yep. Not cool. Not cool. No, not cool. So, um, before we jump into today's episode, then... Let's do a listener highlight. Oh, that was my job, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, hold on. I have it. I have it. It's right here. Don't fret. Oop, I somehow got out of the screen of the thing. It was on Instagram. Oh, really? What a surprise. This one came in through Instagram, though. That's how I got distracted. Um, the only problem is, is I took a screenshot and I don't have her entire name. So I'm really killing this whole... This was my job. We part. are professionals. It's Marissa Lamont. That, that, that. Lamonte. Maybe she's related Lamontague. to. Lamontague. Lamontello. Something. We'll never know. We'll never, never know. Um, and she sent me a message that says, Every morning on my way to work, I listen to your podcast and it seriously makes my day. I'm applying to chiropractic school this summer and you remind me every day why I'm so passionate about this field. Thanks for being you and being so real with your listeners. You're welcome. That was very nice. See, are you going to edit out where it took me a minute to find it? No. No? No. As we will talk about, editing can be a timely or time-consuming process that I don't always love to do. And I like the reality of our show. That's a stylistic choice that I make as producer. I know. There are many times where I'm like, don't worry, Kirby will edit this out. I'm like, I bet that fucker never edits it out. I usually don't. People like that. I don't know. I think they do. Everyone talks about you being raw and real. Like you're perfect all the time and you didn't have those little things. 
that would eliminate that part of you. All right, let's get going. Okay. <laughs> so, um, the question today. So, wait, do you want to do prayer first? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna intro the thing. Okay. Are we terrible at this? <laughs> really bad episode to be this off on. Like I said, I'm really sorry. There's a very large full moon. I am getting my period. It's my fault. We're off. It's a good thing, like majority females in healthcare professionals, so they don't care. So the question, the reason we're doing today's question, and then we'll pray and then we'll get into it, is because we get frequented. Well, not you, me. I get I mean, I see the stuff, yeah, and I hear. Um, of people asking that like they want to start a podcast and they want to know if they can pick my brain on starting a podcast. So instead of spending an hour every week on the phone call with you guys, I'm like, you know what? We're just going to do this. We're going to make an episode for you on um, everything we think about podcasts yeah. and stuff. Sounds so, good. all right, we'll pray and then we can get it. Okay. And I'm doing the prayer? Yeah. Okay. Dear God, uh, thank you for bringing us together with this audience of amazing people who are doing important and amazing things. Um, thank you for this subject uh, because it is a reminder for us of all the things we've learned and all the things that we've done. Um, and sometimes that can be a blessing to review what you've learned and see how far you've come uh, and be really grateful for that and then pass that knowledge on to others so that you can keep spreading the love. Um, help us and help anyone who is thinking of going down this road um, to have the energy and courage and uh, not be afraid of trying new things and hard things because all things of value uh, seem to require a fair amount of work. Um, in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. That was lovely. Thank you. Uh, was it last week where I went off on like a freaking tangent to God? That's why I knew you needed to pray today. So it was like, oh no, my ADD is <laughs> strong. strong today. You know what? I learned something yesterday and I'm embarrassed to say this, that I should have known this because I'm a doctor, damn it. Mm -hmm. Do you, okay. So do you know the difference between ADD and ADHD? No. Okay. So... I've always thought that ADHD was like worse ADD. And so I didn't really know who they were diagnosing ADD with. Wait, can I have a guess? No, because if you're right, then I'm going to feel stupid that okay. I had to be taught this. Okay. So no. So H stands for hyper. Hyper. Yeah. And so I just thought like it was kind of like a gradient scale scale of like, well, you're not that bad. So you're ADD. Oh, you're really ADD. So you're ADHD. No, and again, it's going to seem really obvious. And if you're really, really bad, you're ADHD plus. <laughs> right. So everyone listening, just please be nice if you're like, yeah, duh. So ADD is more like Charlie um, and more like me. Mm -hmm. We're easily distracted. Okay. Okay. ADHD has that hyperactivity. So it's like the like boy, little eight-year-old boys that are just like running and never Can't stop. stop ADHD will get like a burst of energy at night. Um, okay. Like that's how like their brain works is like something to do with like the sun and circadian rhythms. Okay. But they'll get like an unwanted burst at night. They'll struggle to sleep and they're awake. And we all know that that is not my issue. No. <laughs> I was prepared for her to say people with ADHD want to go to bed at 7 p.m. And that's not that's the not case. what she said. She oh. said the opposite. So I was like, oh, um, but yeah, that was a neurofeedback. This adorable, like 85 year old woman who was being interviewed. She's like a neurofeedback doctorate, all this stuff on this podcast I was listening to yesterday. And I was like, maybe we can get her on ours. That'd be cool. She was so cute. That's but pretty anyways, cool. Yeah. The question I'm going to ask is how did we get on that topic of ADHD, ADD? But, hmm. oh, last week I went on a tangent. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, the question. How do you do a podcast? So what I'll say is that there are many, many resources out there on this. Mm -hmm. um, there are really good step-by-step -step guides with hyperlinks. And like day one, this should be your plan. And day two, this should be your plan. There are actually quite a few podcasts about, starting. about like that's yeah. the entire not even just an episode like the entire oh, podcast it's the whole thing starting them how the hell do they come up with content 
Like I think things are constantly changing, like the algorithms and stuff. Like if you're trying to climb like the Apple podcast chart and like here's a new way to get affiliates and like if you are making it a life and a business, um, which we don't always make it that much of a. (laughs) Nope. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, that sounds boring. That sounds like a boring podcast to me. So I'm glad I'm not running that one. But ultimately, um, when I think about podcasts, there was a quote that I saw on probably Instagram. We're not going to lie here. And it was something of like, if you keep treating it like a hobby, it'll pay like a hobby. So like what you were going to say is like, this is a hobby for us. So we like it. Yeah. So before we jump into some logistics, let's talk about how I slash we got into this. And I say I because it was really me dragging you in. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, <laughs> I was, it makes me sound very angry and like resistant. No, 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 no. Okay. So gosh, it would have been about two years ago, um, little less than more than something like that. A little more than two years ago. Um, it was, I had just left a, a coaching group that I was working with. And for that coaching group, I was doing one to two hours a week of coaching like a little mini group and people would have a question and I would answer the question and it was just time for me to leave. And so kind of evolved out of that. And then I was like, well, what's my next thing? Like, what's, what's my next thing? And so I came home for many weeks after runs with like, what if we did this? And Kerb just. Oh, do we have those all written down somewhere? Oh I would love to like go So many ideas. So many ideas. Um, and so he, through his Enneagram type and my Enneagram type, have learned that the best thing is not to immediately squash it and go like, well, here's the problem. Um, but just to see if like, if it has enough momentum that it gets brought up again. Um, so finally one day I came home and I was like, here's an idea. What if we start a podcast? Um, and he's like, okay, tell me more. And I'm like, well, one of the things I was missing the most from being in the coaching group, um, was answering people's questions. And so I said, so like, what if we just have people writing questions and I will answer them and that will scratch the need of me letting everyone know that I have all the answers and telling people what to do. And he said like, okay, yeah, I mean, sounds good. And then did nothing more. So then the next day, or maybe it was even that day, I don't know, it had enough momentum that I found one of these like guides where you were gonna get an email every day for the next however many days um, like helping you start this podcast. I think it was like 10 or 12 days. So day one, I don't remember what it was. It was something like figure out the, like what you're going to say. And I was like, oh yeah, I already know what, like, I'm going to, what the purpose of my thing. Day two, I get the email and it's a list of equipment I was going to need. And so I forwarded it to Kirby who I was downstairs. He was upstairs working in his office And so I just forwarded it to him with just like that emoji that's got like both hands in the air. Like, what the fuck does this mean? (laughs) Oh, technology. All of a sudden I have to read stuff. Um, And about 10 minutes later, he came down with a handful of cords and microphones. And he's like, okay, so I already actually have the microphone that they recommend. And I have this cord to do this and that. And we already have a subscription to that thing. And I was like, oh, so you know how to, you can make this work. And he's like, yeah. And so... On my end, you know, that we were like, all right, let's yeah, do worked, this. It worked out fortunate that like, I love that kind of stuff. And I've done enough projects, not specifically podcasting, but video editing and all of those things that mm-hmm. like, it kind of fell into my wheelhouse of like, this is neat. I get to play with technology and learn new things. Yeah. And my personality is definitely get excited about something and start racing at it and start thinking about things later. And there was nothing that stopped from like announcing to the world, like, Hey, I'm doing this. And so it kind of just like, by the time I, I don't think I got freaked out and thought like, what the fuck did we do until it was like episode four. And it was like, Oh, this is, I started like a thing that's going to go on forever. We like told people we're promising. (laughs) Normally, you know, maybe I wouldn't have had a husband that had all the solutions and I've been like, Oh, this seems hard. Maybe I'll go on to the next idea. Maybe I'll start an Airbnb. But we started a podcast. So that's how we got into it. Um, We did a lot of marketing to kind of get like how we had like a launch team. We did a lot of things that kind of got it out there. 
um, to jump over some of the hurdles that, you know, you'll see uh, with just like downloads and how many listen right away. So stats, we, is this a good time to talk about like this? Yeah, do you want to talk like state of the industry type stats? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I pulled a random stat. I don't know where it's from. It, it was a reputable website. From it was the like, internet. It was from the internet, but like, I don't know what website. You like have a little footnote and then like down when you it, read This it, one it was not from Instagram. Internet. I was actually pulling this researching for this episode, but it looked reputable. I have no idea. So it said that there's, um, in 2021, as of April, 2021, um, there are 80 million Americans that have like an account an account with a podcast app. You know what? I'm surprised. I would think that would potentially be even more because how many subscribers does Spotify alone have? Like I don't how many know. I don't Spotify? have that stat. Okay. I'm just, Why are I'm just you squashing my pod. stat? That's I, supposed to be impressive. It is impressive. Because then when I go on to say that there's only 69 million Netflix accounts. So there's more people that have an account with a app for listening to podcasts than Netflix. You don't, you're not impressed with that. Okay, it's a lot though. It how, is. How many Spotify? Well, this is a worldwide, it's not a US number, but Spotify has 155 million premium subscribers worldwide. Um, but I don't know US users because, I mean, Spotify, yeah, it's a music app, but you can get podcasts. Oh, on it. I understand why that was a relevant thing that you brought up. Spot- yeah, got it. Okay. Well, anyways, this is what they told me. Stop fact checking. It's, it's very, I already told you, it's a very reputable stat. Um, second stat I have is that the average podcast gets 141 downloads within 30 days of being released. Mm-hmm. I could see that of, there's a lot. I mean, and that's an average too. So like, that's yeah. interesting of like, that's getting pulled up by the Joe Rogans and, you know, the huge ones. But also probably being pulled down by the people who haven't, who did just six episodes out, just and did six, yeah. haven't done anything since 2018. Mm-hmm. So like, but yeah, yeah, it takes quite a bit to, of those. So, so yeah, that was a stat I did not know while entering this arena. That that was the potential. I have probably said 15 times to everybody of like, you guys are lucky you listened to this. Otherwise, I would have quit a long time ago. <laughs> Which is funny because in your mindset, you have like a big, a big presence of like you want to reach a lot of people. Whereas like someone who is not seeing a lot of people and not being heard much might go 140 people will hear what I have to say and they think that's like amazing. No, I believe that that person who is listening, you're better off learning Instagram better. It is easier. (laughs) It is cheaper. Like, no, I promised I wasn't going to try and talk anybody out of this, but I'm saying if you're excited about 140 downloads a week, there are easier ways to get your message out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think it's one of those things and we'll talk about this too of like why, like thinking about if you want to get into this, why you're doing it and that that will be part of that conversation because it cannot be about results. It can be about process and thoughts too. Let's let's just go there right now. The why. So for us, the why was fulfilling a like selfishly there was something that wanted to spew out of me that wasn't being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So I would say if you are a chiropractor and you're going to do this to try and get new patients, I would say there are easier ways to do that. I would, you know, like, but if you're like sitting in your day to day and there is like stuff spewing out of you like basically let's say you're already doing this you just need to put a microphone in front of you then this could be really good yeah and if your medium is is talking i think that's another thing too of like if that's the way just like in the same way if your medium is painting but you're a bad painter or you do interesting painting that isn't commercially viable but you need to paint if you need to talk and you don't have an outlet for that, maybe it is for you. Is that what you're implying that I need to talk? No, I'm saying you, you're coming out from the other way of like, you want to reach people and have a large audience. Mm-hmm. I'm saying there's potentially that like, 
in terms of like the painter who paints in their garage and never even sells their work, you could be that person from oh. that side who's like, I just need to get this out of me and the medium I want to do it through is speaking. And whether I get 50 people or 150 million people, then cool. Maybe that person should also talk to a therapist. Yes. That they too. could record their therapy appointments. That, that would be an interesting and, one. Oh, that would be, that would be like brutal to listen to. That'd be really interesting though. It would. But I'd listen to that. I don't know. Depends on how, yeah, how broken the person is. <laughs> We're all super broken. But like, yeah, mm -hmm. it'd be interesting. Okay, so more along the why. Um, so you had kind of said of like, is it being done already? Like kind of deciding what you're going to be talking about. Yeah, I think in general for anyone who's thinking about going into podcasting, if they're, if they have an idea and they, you know, are, Kind of doing the elevator pitch of what it is um like anything you should have done or you should do a little bit of market research to find out if is that's it being done is, is someone else doing that if you say like i want to you know open a candle shop and that specializes in scents that smell like cereal and then you find out someone in your town is doing that exact thing you go Ugh, maybe it's not mm -hmm. maybe it's not the right place or the right time for this yeah do we so, do market research uh we listen to some uh, podcast and you had just known from like looking for podcasts that what your message was wasn't necessarily being done you know yeah. there were other chiropractors doing great things yeah. there was I think for the big thing for me was there was no personality slash yeah there was no personality doing what I wanted to do yep and and I think that's kind of a another thing of you can segment it out and say you know there are we can stay within the realm of chiropractic podcasts. Like there might be podcasts about chiropractic that are interview ones. Um, and there might be some that answer some questions, but from your perspective of female focused and kind of big personality and not, not polished. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't mean that as an insult, obviously, like just the, a lot of people present things in a nice polished way. And mm -hmm. I think what you wanted to hear was someone like a little more raw yep. and that wasn't there. So you became it. Um, and I think a majority of the chiropractors listening, when they want to start a podcast, they are thinking about not for other chiropractors. They're likely thinking about for patients, patients, like yep. a health related podcast. Yep. And, and that's, and that's a totally viable thing. Um, and just thinking of, you know, who your audience is and if they'll actually go listen and then is it worth the, the work or like, mm -hmm. what's the best way to get that message to the intended audience? Yep. And so I would really recommend like, you know, when you talk about, is it niche or niche or niche, 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 niching down, niching down, niching. <laughs> so when you are doing anything, they really, you know, whether you're opening brick and mortar or starting a blog or starting a podcast, you know, there's a lot of conversation around finding your niche. And so let's say that you are a um, San Antonio chiropractor and you see prenatal and pediatric patients and your why for starting a podcast is because you just think that like, the direction that birth is going in this country is nasty and that you want to like, you know, talk about healthy, natural birth options for people. So then I'd go like, that's fantastic topic. Um, are you trying to make it San Antonio specific? So this helps your brick and mortar or do you not care and you just want to, you know, get the word out, get the word out. And because I would say you would need to, you need to niche down more mm -hmm. and you're going to either need to decide, are you going to niche down mm -hmm. in your geography or niche down in your topic? Mm -hmm. So like, because there are a ton of podcasts already out there about natural births mm -hmm. and you're going to be up against them. So like, if you really want to do something different, um, and contribute to the conversation, 
then it is like, okay, so maybe you would go having a natural birth in Texas. And yeah, you so would... you can provide resources on that specific mm-hmm. area that a national podcast wouldn't address. Yeah. And I would say even getting to the subject of what is your goal and is podcasting the right medium, if you're talking about natural birth and you go like, oh, it'd be great to talk about stretches and positions, is is the audio format the right format for that? Like, if could you deliver that message in another way that would be more useful to your intended audience? Should you have a YouTube channel? Or should you be doing, you know, reels or IGTV that would better serve people who you're trying to serve with that content? Because the audio medium is limited by the fact that you can't see anything. Well, there's lots of podcasts who release the the video of it too. They piss me off because when I show up to their podcast, I have to look nice. I'm like, damn it, you're going to share this? But, But even with that, I would say... With those podcasts, you need to stay fairly focused and remember that half of your audience, probably more, is not watching. So, like, I do listen oh, to podcasts true. that have, like, a visual thing. Like, you know, Joe Rogan, biggest podcaster in the world, does have the video release, too. But, like, when they're watching it, they do have to go, like, and people might not be watching. So, yep. what's happening in this video that we're watching is this. Yeah. Like, So you always got to keep that in mind. Yep. I understand. Okay. So figuring out the why, figuring out what you're going to say, what's next then? Um, Figuring out if you have the time, equipment, and skills necessary, or can you acquire them? So I think we already talked about like, do you, do you like talking? Like, do you enjoy that part of it? Because if you're not skilled at researching on like, super reputable podcast stat websites. I was reading this article by this guy and um, this guy on this website. And he said, you probably don't have enough personality to be successful at podcasting. He said like, it's just the normal. Most people are not interesting enough. Oh, absolutely. I, I don't, if I had my own podcast, I don't think it would be successful because I I don't listen no, you would not. <laughs> you liar. Tried. No, because the things that yeah, the things that I'm interested in are typically boring and I don't bring a ton of inflection or personality. And sometimes I just get into a thing and I drone on and on and I know that, but I'm not making a podcast every week. Okay. Anyways, I interrupted you. What were you saying? Um, so the we'll talk about kind of the the equipment and the process and stuff too. There's just that element of you either need to learn how to do these things and get this equipment or have the resources to pay for someone else to do it, in which case that equation changes a little bit of you can outsource all these things, um, but knowing the stats in the industry and how difficult it can be to monetize, you have to really, really want to do this and do this exact project um, if you're going to spend that money and probably not recoup it for a long time, if ever. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when you are talking about monetizing a podcast, um, (laughs) when you start looking at like ads and stuff, one of the first things is, is like, they don't tend to even talk to you unless you have 10 to 50,000 downloads a week. Yeah. So like, so crazy. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where, um, now, obviously, within chiropractic, it might be different, but like, yeah, getting. Yeah, adver- you're not going to be able to go the typical route of like, if you just did a podcast about, you know, whatever your local NFL team and you had 50,000 downloads a week, like then you can do normal monetizing where someone else will get advertisers for you. That's not really a route. I don't think anyone in chiropractic I'm aware of. I don't know. Uh, can really go because the numbers usually. Oh, yeah, anything. nobody. Yeah, nobody's getting so let's specifically talk about the equipment. Okay, you want to jump into yes. that? Okay, so um, I'll share what we have. And on any of these, I will say it's, you can go as low or high as you want. We probably have a lot of mid-range stuff. Um, you could just record sound on your iPhone and probably find some kind of hosting place where you could upload it. I would advise against that in general 
because sound quality is a weird thing that you don't think matters until it's really bad. And then it's like, I've heard podcasts I like that they're like, oh, we couldn't get in the studio this week. Sorry about the audio quality. I just recorded it in my car on the drive to the airport. And I'll listen for like five minutes. And I'm like, I'm distracted by what you're saying because the sound quality is so bad. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the first episodes that you were on, we had the sound quality funky where you were really quiet and I was really loud. Yep. And I have friends who were like, every time Kirby would talk, I would have to crank it up and then you'd come on and I'd have to crank it down. And yeah. And that's super, super annoying. Um, so talking equipment, um, first thing is getting a good mic. Uh, we use a Yeti blue, um, which is nice for it's actually rose gold. The brand is the Yeti blue, but oh. yeah, yeah, it's physically <laughs> rose gold in color. Um, the nice part about this mic is that, uh, when Lauren is doing an episode by herself, it has a switch on it that will kind of be directional for just what's in front of the mic. When we're doing episodes like this, it'll be bi-directional. So it'll gather sound from both the front and the back of the mic. If we were doing a round table physically, it has another setting for that. So it's one mic that can do multiple different things. Um, but the reason it's nice is because when you do switch those settings, it'll only capture from a certain direction, which helps eliminate outside noise. Mm. Um, getting to that point too, this isn't, it could be an equipment issue, um, but testing out your room to make sure that it's not like an echoey room. We have parts of our clinic that we know are oh, difficult yeah, to record I, in. I could never, I would record in my car over our clinic. Yeah. You know, cars and closets are actually, yeah. I have heard many podcasts from professionals like who are like, I am currently recording in the closet of my hotel room. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. yeah, because yeah, it's damp. I mean, you probably have some sheets in there that are dampening the sound. If you have like your office is the only place that you can record a podcast, but it sounds terrible or it's echoey, which I will advise echo is the worst thing. Like you can't get echo out completely in editing. It's just I haven't found a tip or trick or way to, to do it. Um, but you can get noise dampening things. They're like those eggshell foam and you can line walls, ceiling, um, and make your own kind of mini studio if you need to so do that. So even if you have a nice microphone like this, so like if we use this microphone in an echoey room. Yep. You'd still pick up a fair amount of echo and it wouldn't be, I mean, it helps that it's directional. And if you get close enough, you can eliminate some of that. But once the sound is bouncing around, it's eventually going to come back in. To the mic so even people who are like recording in their head earbuds and stuff or mm -hmm. like, you'll yeah. you'll still like if you're on instagram like listen closely when people are doing that it can be and some of that too when you're holding it really close to your face can then introduce sound problems of it gets too loud and spikes and then you get that kind of tinny fuzzy sound uh when when someone's talking too loud or too close to a mic Got it. and again that's a really hard thing to fix in post um speaking of fixing things in post uh, editing software. So again, I think like you could edit a podcast on what's the Apple thing that comes with I think GarageBand. Yes. I'm guessing you can do podcasts on that. You know, there are two it's free. Yeah. There are 2 million people have podcasts now. So like someone, people, people are, people are doing it. They're editing it a bunch of different ways. Personally, we use Adobe audition. Um, we use the full Adobe suite for different creative projects. Um, and Audition's a really great sound editing software. So um, with that, I will say the benefits are um, some of the profiles they have that minimize some of the work that I do of, I can take a sound file, run it through a filter of what they call podcast voice. So it cleans up the audio, makes it a little bit louder. Wait, so the people, are they altering my voice? N not minimally. They're just making you a little cleaner, a little louder. Well, we know we must sound similar because remember Paul? He's like, wait a minute, your voice sounds the same. Who are you? <laughs> like, yeah, your voice sounds exactly. Good. So we sound we sound naturally like us, but a better version of us. It's like an Instagram filter. Oh, okay. Except for my voice. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then on the software side, technically, like there is hosting, which is where you upload your is that Libsyn. Yep, that's Libsyn for us. There's like Blueberry and a few other ones that are pretty famous. Um, I like Libsyn for its simplicity and the price is pretty good. Um, that's the place where we upload the podcast to, and that's where it sits on a server somewhere. And then the message of that the podcast is up gets sent out to all the services. So while we're on Apple and on Spotify and on Stitcher and all those things, 
when you click that button, it has to go grab a file somewhere from the internet and Libsyn is the place where that file lives. Okay. And they have a bunch of tools that allow you to, you know, post to social when it goes out and to get it out to all those services. Um, but they're the place that it gets uploaded to. How much do we pay for Libsyn? I think the base plan is 20 or 25 a month. We have the $40 plan because we upload enough um, files that it needs a little bit more room per month because we do hour long episodes and four to five a month so plus the pictures. Up. I, li I like the long ones. <laughs> um, what else do we have? Oh, a uh, website. Uh, I think some of these hosting places will help you get a free website. Um, I knew how to build websites. We use WordPress for ours. Uh, and an editing software called Elementor. Do you need a website? I would always recommend it. I mean, depending on what your ultimate goals are, um, I guess you don't technically, technically need, but I do believe some of the platforms that you have to like go put your podcast on, ask for your website as validation purposes. Okay. Um, so we might run into some headaches there, but you can get really simple free websites as long as you don't mind like WordPress dot my you know, mypodcast.com. So you can get a free website. Um, but if you, you know, eventually want to do anything with it, if you're ever thinking about monetizing it, or you just want to look legitimate, building a real website is advisable. Mm -hmm. But if you're like a chiropractor who already has a website and you just want to add on a page that says the podcast, like that's an option too, yep. is if it's not a standalone. So that's an easy, easy fix there. Yep. Um, anything else? Um, and then other stuff for, you know, promoting or interacting with people, you need social, uh, you know, we take questions, we use software called JotForm that helps us with that. We email out our subscribers. So something like MailChimp or Constant Contact is another mm -hmm. piece that's really good to have. Those are add-ons depending on if you want to grow and how you want to grow. Yep. If you're going to do any courses associated, you need a Kajabi or whatever, but those are kind of getting in the weeds even more than people want yeah. to do. Yeah, but I mean, sending out email, like that's, it's, yeah, you're right. I mean, it is pretty like, well, why are you doing this if, you know, if yeah. you're going to have a podcast, mm -hmm. then like you should probably have the website and you should probably send out your some emails. Some and... emails. Mm -hmm. Yep. So Otherwise... it's a tricky thing. But I mean, you, you can do this in steps. We didn't have this all perfectly set up out the gate. I mean, we had a lot of it. Do you remember the day I asked you to build me a website and like, the fastest you possibly can. I totally forgot about that, but that is, and Side that is. note. So, um, we are, had we even launched yet? I had no. like episode one dropped. I think we were within weeks of episode one dropping, but we were being very loud about like counting down, like to the first, um, episode dropping and somebody on social media who is pretty reputable within chiropractic um, and has, you know, a few thousand followers gave a shout out to me and the podcast and told everyone to go to, like we said, where the website, we told them where the website was going was to be, going but it was just be. like a placeholder. Like if you went to she slays podcast.com yeah. at that moment, it would have been like coming soon, like white yeah. screen, black text. And I don't even know why that conversation was happening. Um, but yeah, so they did this big shout out of like, go check them out at and like had she slays podcast.com. And I just called Kirby and I'm like, what are you doing? I need you to make us not look like a bunch of idiots because a couple hundred people could be like looking at this and going to a website that is nothing. I don't care if you just put a picture like. And so Kirby spent like an hour and a half just frantically it looked pretty good. Yeah, I would it looked pretty darn like, good. I was very proud of you. <laughs> I was just like, we were supposed to go to lunch. I'm like, would you like me to bring you lunch? I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. So yeah, that was a scary day. But oh, that is not the only time that I have been like, oh, okay, what are you doing right now? How many times in your life does that happen? Like, I would say on average once a month. That I'm yeah, like, I think. What so. are you doing right now? I need you. <laughs> I think that's a weird thing that like people need to always like understand about entrepreneurship in general is you can schedule out your week but like you almost need to schedule in emergencies yeah, of like you do. you're gonna spend a fair amount of time just i mean just last week i had somebody message me and go hey i'm trying to find your first episode but one through nine are not showing up 
Now, granted, it probably didn't need to be taken care of that day, but yeah, in I my brain, it was I like, Kirby, like what to, do you do? Why yeah, is this happening? can't access the first episode, that's important. I figured it out with Libsyn. It was a setting. Okay. I messed it up. Okay. Um, we got off topic. Okay, so, so we're talking about software. Yep. Do we want to... How much time do you spend? This is oh, all okay. very great information for me to learn. Because, like, so right now, my end of things is that, in general... I set up whether it's going to be a solo. I'll tell Kirby like, hey, you and I are going to be recording on this this week. We'll find a time or I'll set up my own um, guests. Oof. Can we do a sidetrack on like whether you're going to have guests or not? Yeah. Talk about yeah. That I, I, do we want to talk about like just general format and the formats that you could pursue? Yeah. So you can have just like a random shit show podcast like this where you don't do any planning. Like, we, yeah. we started with a plan. It was yeah. going to just be write-in. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was just going to be write-ins. But then I got questions that like pretty much right away. Well, I knew we were going to have you on because I knew there were going to be questions that I needed. Like, I don't have the answer to that. Like mm. Kirby handles that in our life. So we knew we were going to have you on. Um, and then I did kind of expect that there would be questions that I was like, oh, that is not in my wheelhouse. So I, I think I knew I was going to need to have some guests, some guests. Um, but along those lines, like we haven't gotten to the point where like, you know, if you're going to have guests on, then other software you should have is probably like a Calendly or Schedulosity like account where that has your availability. So when you're approaching someone and saying like, hey, you know, like back to the San Antonio chiropractor, if you're going to be emailing every OB in San Antonio and saying like, I'd love, to, this is the podcast, this is what we do. Um, you need to kind of have like the information down of like, this is how long, this is how we record. Like, these are the topics we love to talk about. This is our audience. Ideally down the road, you'd say like, this is how many downloads we get a week. So mm -hmm. they know like whether it's a waste of their time or not. If your downloads are not that great, maybe just leave that part out unless they ask. Um, and then a link for them scheduling. Yep. Yeah. And just that extra work of you need to kind of feed that pipeline because it can't be, what are we going to do this week? Right. And, oh, I don't know enough about that topic. Yeah, we need a guest. you're always going like... to have guests, like I think all, I think guests are Okay, this is going to sound bad. I love our guests, but like having a guest is exhausting. If Yeah, if you've set up in the format of you always have a guest, then that is an added full-time job of like because always getting guests and getting interesting guests. Oh, yes. Um, making sure that the guest is interesting. So like if you're just going to kind of blank mark, you know, reach out to all the midwives, all the lactation consultants. And you've got someone who's like, yeah, I'd love to be on your podcast. And you could either do the pre-phone call to like, see like, are they a dud or not? Or you might just be busy in your life because you're a chiropractor, not a professional podcaster. And then you end up five minutes into an episode and you're like, oh no, this, this person's terrible. Be a wild ride today. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, so yeah, so being, I, I love having guests, but I love the way we set up our show that like, they don't know what they're getting. <laughs> they don't Surprise! know who they're getting, what they're getting. So, um, so that's kind of like the guests are not, or a hybrid like we do. Mm -hmm. So like, that's one element when you're thinking about what you kind of a show. You co-host. Yep. You could do co-host or solo. There's the short, medium or long episodes. Like you can I'm do. I'm so envious of short episodes. I don't think you should be. I, I should be. On um, when I was researching stats. Oh yeah, they get as many. No, no, no. <laughs> they the one of the stats by the random people said that most Americans wish podcasts were shorter. Most Americans are wrong. Oh, okay. W debate why? Okay, so I think a short podcast can be good. It fits into your day. You're going for a 20 minute run. You have a 20 minute podcast. And if you have the personality and the information that fits that, then yes. But if you're the kind of person who, if you listen to a 20 minute podcast, that's solving a problem. I guarantee you, oh, yeah. you're going to go. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, yeah. Like Rachel Halls. I remember, I don't know why this is such an irrelevant uh, example, but when I read Rachel Hollis's girl, wash your face. Um, she has a chapter on like body 
image issues. And it was like, I mean, the whole point of that book, I mean, she, she did pretty well. So yeah. I'm not necessarily criticizing, but like the whole chapter was six pages long. And it's kind of like, oh, wow, thanks. You really solved that. Yeah. Don't call yourself fat in the mirror. Okay. Thanks, Rach. Thanks. Um, you get me. So, yes, I will say, oh, especially if you're going to have guests on, the short medium is hard. Yeah. Like, I've been a guest on a couple podcasts where they said, like, okay, you know, it's 20 to 25 minutes long. And I was like, whoa. And I was, like, really jealous of, like, you get to only put in 20 to 25. I mean, not, mm -hmm. I'm sure they're doing way more work than that. But, like, oh, huh, that's nice. And then, like, I was literally just getting warmed up. Mm -hmm. And I got the, like, okay, well, any last words? And I was like, what? And then we quit. And her and I continued to talk for 10, 15 minutes about stuff. And in my head, because I was a podcaster at the time, like being on someone else's podcast, I'm thinking like, this is, this is good, good conversation this is right stuff. here. Your people would want to hear this also. Yeah. And with the short format, especially with guests, because they're on to, you know, solve a problem or answer a question or promote something, you're going to get what they're there to talk about without really getting to know them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's once you do like, okay, I got that out of the way. I talked about my upcoming event that I want to sell tickets to or whatever. And then you get them to relax a little bit or go off on a weird tangent. And then you find out that's where their personality is. And that's what makes them interesting. Not what they actually came to talk about. Can you have mixed mediums like, or not mixed medium, sorry, mixed times. Like, can you be a pot, a successful podcast in your opinion, Kirby Brunswick? You're telling the world right now. Um, can you have like an hour long episode and then like a 15 minute episode? Or is it kind of like. Personally, what I would do is those would be bonus episodes. So they um, don't count as a weekly. Yeah, because I think once you start to establish a reputation with people. Yeah, and I've and done people, a couple of those. And people come to you where it's like you're the person who has interesting hour long conversations and really digs into something. Then if you go like. You know, you start an episode and then you're like, and that's all I got today. And you're at Mark 22, you know, 22 minutes in. Then I think people go like you, you set me up with this expectation and now you under delivered. All right. So you're saying I'm stuck, stuck just going on tangents for an yeah, hour long. I think so. <laughs> if they want it to get done, they can speed you up. <laughs> Good oh luck catching up. It's always funny. I've had a couple people who have message and be like, I had you on one and a half or two times. I thought you just, because I talk fast. You really do. So, anyways. Um, okay, so we talked about long, short, medium. Um, also, how often you post. We, you can do weekly, oh, daily. This. Daily? Yeah, Who the fuck's doing people, daily? People do quick hit daily ones of like, oh, you might have like, oh, here's God. a quick thought. 365. Like, oh, get a Twitter account, people. Come on. <laughs> What? Who's doing daily? Uh, I think JB Smooth is about to do a daily Who's one. That? He's a comedian. He's a funny guy, but you better be just so well, I think, excited. I think that's the thing is you gotta have that personality that's basically like is seemingly always on, or you yeah. have like or so calm and deep that like it's uh here is your daily meditative thing. Yeah. Like here's a reminder to get it, back it, to you. Yeah. I mean, I suppose with that you would really find your rhythm, but like yeah. Um, I think one of the things that freaked me out. So when we were researching this, pretty much everything says, yes, you can do every other week. Sure. You can name do. a podcast that you listen to consistently that yeah. comes out every two weeks yep. or and every month yeah, or right, takes monthly. or takes breaks. even. I do know of a couple, not really that I listen to, but I do know that doing seasons is a thing. I think you have what to have I would an idea around that though. Yeah, what I would tell people is like, how would you love, like how often or how successful do you think you'd be as a chiropractor if you took three months off? Like what happens mm -hmm. during that time, in my opinion, is that people would be like, okay, that's cool that you got your space. That's fine. I still go on a run every Sunday. So I still need to find someone to listen to. So they're going to go find a bunch of, New podcast, yeah, and they'll come back to you. You know, yeah. like maybe, maybe that's maybe. a tricky thing of like, yeah, I the average American listens to eight podcasts a week, probably not hour long ones. 
I don't know. I listened to a couple ones. You are I'm... a freak. Nobody can <laughs> reference you. Um, but yeah, so weekly is kind of the answer. It Yes, technically yeah. you have options, but not really. Not if you want to do a good job. It should be weekly and it needs to be these every, like the same day, every week, because people mm-hmm. are depending on it. People, if in order to be a success or like have a podcast that's listened to by a lot of people, like people will work you into their schedule. Like the listener mm-hmm. highlight. I listen to you on the, you know, like people wait for that. Yep. Apparently, another stat. Mm, Monday, Tuesday. just full of stats I know, today. I know. I wish I knew where I got them from. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday are the best days to drop. Hmm. Good thing we drop on drop Sunday. On Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Downloads go down a lot on Saturdays and Sundays, apparently. But hmm. whatever. Fuck them. Our, our downloads are good on Sunday. So oh. maybe they'd be better on Monday. Maybe they'd be better. I don't know. I like having it on Sunday because the reason I and this still stand by this is I go for runs on Sundays. Sunday run day. Yeah. So, so you get in the mind of your ideal listener, which is always a good thing to do and in anything. And... Act accordingly. Yep. Um, so so we talked about kind of the, all of the decisions of like what type. Um, and I think we got there from an initial conversation of you were asking what I do and you. Oh, yeah, that's right. How much time do you spend on this? Uh, so if you talk um, for, let's say, an hour on a subject, um, usually with editing, I will take an hour and a half to edit that um partially just getting like the intro and outro in and uh listening and writing down notes because i do the show notes and i get you quotes to use on social Mm -hmm. media that week um and that is a thing that i would say is advisable if you do if the goal is to like grow and be a better podcaster and get more people to listen uh those kind of things are great because they can be the hook um, some shows do where they'll actually pull the audio clip so you can hear what's I know, being said. I'm so jealous of those people. It takes a little bit extra time and it's a, it's a bit tricky, but, um, but yeah, like those are the things that are nice to have of like, if you have one sentence, that's just so great that people go like, Whoa, I want to hear what conversation that came from. So that's where going through writing down notes as, as we go through the show. And so that I can describe it in the, in the description and get any references that you say, Kirby will put that in there. Yeah. Then there's a little extra research of finding, you know, a link to Amazon for a book or a quote or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then exporting it, uploading it to Libsyn, um, making a blog post to associate with it. I'd that say email. Yeah. Yeah. I would say each each episode in total, I spend about two hours okay. of extra work on the back end. So and I would say you have the hour of recording and then would you say an hour of prep? Um, not for this episode. (laughs) Um, I would say if I'm in rhythm, yeah, like half hour to 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and again, like we talked through our process and our equipment, there is alternatives. You can find someone, you know, you might be able to find someone on like fiverr.com who would edit. Mm. I don't know if they, if there are people who do full, um, basically podcast production yeah. of will they edit, do show notes, I'm sh- upload, host, all those things. I'm, I'm guessing there's someone who does, but I'm guessing they're going to charge a premium yeah. of like that. Like I said, if I take two hours, maybe they're faster and better than I am. They only need to take an hour, but that's still, you know, I saw one thing that said they'd edit it and do a show notes, but I think it was like starting at $15. And then when you look in the thing, it's like for 15 minutes of podcast. Yeah. I, how uh, referencing a friend who started a podcast and she's serious about it, like wants it to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, I think most people at this point are like, I, I want it to do well. Yeah. Like, um, and I think she said like 200 bucks a week Okay, is like kind of not even like, and on that she has to do like a lot of that writing, like summarizing and naming yeah. and like, and she's also, I'm sure, or I'm hoping she has good equipment and stuff on the front end too. Yeah. So there's an investment there of if someone gives you garbage yeah. audio, she said you she can't had to re record her first episode four times because they were just like, nope, the audio is not good enough. Yep. And I've had that with clients for video work where they did it, they wanted to record it themselves. And I was like, yeah, the video looks okay. This is completely unusable audio, which is really disappointing to say to someone when we they had to re record our first one three times. Yep. So. Be ready for oh, that disappointment. <laughs> but, God, I cried. 
I feel like we are being a little like this is really hard this but like it's really fulfilling i told you i'm getting my period tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) i do want to say the good sides of it i've loved the process i've loved getting to meet the people that we've gotten to meet Mm -hmm. i love listening like listening to all of your thoughts on things has been really fun it opens doorways for conversations with people that there was no way i would get to spend an hour with like just some of the people that, yeah, we've gotten on the podcast is like, oh, that's really cool. Meeting all these amazing people in chiropractic and outside of chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Like we, yeah, you got to meet Britt Barron and like talk to her for an hour. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's, it can be super fulfilling. Yes. And like I said in the prayer, like most things that are truly valuable in life have an element of extremely hard work and a huge learning curve. And that exists in podcasting. Mm-hmm. So I don't want us like bitching about it to be like, no one should do this. I'm not it's... bitching, you're bitching. Um, what I will say, I think I said something similar to this in last week's episode in the intro of like, not every, you know, God places these seeds in us. And I think that, especially within entrepreneurs, like we think like, oh, everybody wants to start a podcast. No. There are plenty of people who will not listen to this episode because yeah, it they'll is get the first five zero, minutes and be like, pass. Zero percent of them wants to start a podcast. So, like, if you have that, like, that itch in your soul, and it's kind of like a puppy, like it's a big commitment. So, you know, if like maybe sit on it for longer than don't I don't sit on a puppy. You'll, don't you'll sit on a puppy. It. Damn, Jason, it's gonna Jason. I have nowhere to sit. There's puppies everywhere. <laughs> that is a callback from a long time ago, <laughs> like episode 20 or something. Yeah, that is one of my favorite moments, I think, in this entire hundred and some episodes is Jason's idea of giving every new patient a puppy. <laughs> okay, anyways, um, sit on it for a little bit, not the dog. The idea, maybe longer than two weeks. You know, maybe, and here's the deal too, is I think this would be a great idea. Let's say that you're sitting on it for a while and you're like, no, I really want to do this. Get the equipment and start recording episodes. Mm -hmm. You don't need to release an episode like right away. You could spend the next three to six months being like, I'm pretty sure I want to do this and getting a whole, oh my gosh. There are times where we've got like five, six episodes pre-recorded. Oh, it feels good. It feels like if I want to record, I can. If I don't want to record, I don't have to. Versus like, oh, there's nothing. We have nothing to go out sometime between now and Saturday at midnight. You need to sit down and be inspired. Which that does happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's the thing of I was going to say. Even when you do have those ones in the can, like if you have five pre-recorded, that is an awesome feeling, but also know that like that is it it's ticking down, yeah. you know, and that's the tricky part of of the consistency that I think you need to build an audience. And there is beauty in that, too. It's kind of an obstacle is the way thing is when you have a deadline or when you have an expectation, you might create something great, too. Yep. You know, I think there's probably been, I can't remember exactly which ones, but I know there've been episodes where you're like, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about this week on Monday. And then by the following Monday, we're getting people saying that was really great and mm-hmm. messaging you. Well, so, I mean, I knew when I left the microphone, like, yeah, yeah I usually know. Good. Yeah. You know, when you leave the mic, but before, um, but you can repurpose. Um, so I think there's kind of two more things we got to talk about, like repurposing content and monetizing. Yep. Okay. So repurposing content, um, you know, who's really good at doing this is Jasmine Starr. Um, she is like a social media person who has a podcast and I was really excited about her podcast, but then, um, her sound quality sucks and it's like a lot of all repurposed. So Mm. like I have recorded phone calls, like coaching calls with people. And I told them like, Hey, I'll do this for free if I can record this and use this as an episode or um, if I've been on somebody else's podcast I might ask like hey 
since I'm a podcast host and you're a podcast host, let's like simultaneous release simultaneously. or or even at different times. But yeah, like there's yep. one interview. We're going to talk about a subject. It's not interviewee interviewer anyway. Yep. So let's just do this. Or, um, you know, next Friday I'm speaking to some pediatric club. I think Palmer. I don't know. You should find out. I will. Well, it's virtual. Um, and I'll record that on my end and release it down the road. You know, mm-hmm. so like really be thinking about you know and on the on the other side of, side of things even your normal ones even your solos if we wanted to release snippets as instagram clips or take that same subject matter and make a reel about it or whatever like those kind of things and once you have your thoughts down on mm-hmm. on an issue you can then chunk that out and make it a blog post or whatever we don't really yeah. blog but yeah so okay then monetizing monetizing takes work That's what I'll say is like, we kind of started in the beginning with like, okay, let's um, do affiliate work. Um, You know, so you can, there's a couple different ways, of course, that you can monetize. You can be selling something. So like, if you're going to be marketing to patients, potential new patients, you maybe don't care about monetizing because your podcast is meant to bring in new patients to your clinic. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're monetizing is. Yeah. Your, your other thing. Yep. Um, if you are somebody who's going to sell course, like you have a course, you know, that this will be a funnel, like basically you're using it to bring people to something, a product of yours, Mm -hmm. then there's that, which is nice. Um, then there is doing like affiliate, which is, I will promote and only get a percentage of what I actually sell. Yep. That is usually the one that you are stuck with if you're not getting 10 to 50,000 downloads a week. Yeah, because people want that proof of concept of, you know, if you have if you can display 50,000 downloads a week, then that advertiser knows, okay, I'm going to get in front of 50,000 people and I generally advertisers have an idea of that model because it's, you know, Facebook charges you on how many people click mm-hmm. or view newspapers say our circulation is a hundred thousand. So you know how to like think about that. But if you say I have a thousand listeners, but they're dedicated and great, they go, sure. Yeah. I believe you. And this stat is, I did not research today, but I'm remembering from like a Jenna Kutcher episode I listened to forever ago. And she basically said, think of it about a hundred dollars per 10,000 downloads Mm -hmm. is what is like a reasonable amount to charge in the industry. So we've yeah. not gotten to 10,000 episode or 10,000 downloads an episode. So I can't tell you. Um, I think the more niche your market is, the, you know, more you can do different stuff though. Like I do know that there are chiropractors who are saying like, yeah, I don't have 10,000, but I have 500 downloads and these are all devoted chiropractors that is still worth something oh for sure it might just be closer to like 25 dollars a week yep and on the subject of monetizing and, and just in general advertising is there are stylistic choices that you need to make there as well mm-hmm. so personally and we've done a little bit of it um of kind of interrupted ad breaks is one route you can go of like you're in the middle of the episode you get into a good part but just a second, let me tell you about, mm-hmm. and then you read ad copy, um, which is totally fine. It's not a model I love as a listener, so it's not something that I love as a producer, right? Um, because it's in, it's actually in all my favorite or most of my favorite podcasts. But every time I pull my phone out and hit fast, skip fast, as fast, fast, fast as I can, like yeah. So it's not, it's not my cup of tea. But I know it must be working for people because some of the biggest people in the world do it. Yep. Um, it just doesn't, it's not, not what I like. Another thing is who you sell advertising to, uh, which is again, another personal choice for everyone. Sometimes the ads I hear on podcasts are kind of incongruous with the show itself. Um, and sometimes the show host will even make fun of it because they'll go like, I don't know why I'm reading this, but I get paid to read this. So I'm going to read it. <laughs> you will probably not be at that level. You're... Yeah, you got to be Conan O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. Off. Don't like, be doing that. So, so yeah, that's the thing of like finding finding things that actually appeal to your audience and that you, that you use, mm-hmm. um, which is a thing that we've kind of really gotten to is... 
anything that's promoted on the show is something that that Lauren would actually enjoy, actually use, actually cares about. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, and that's been hard of like taking that relationship really serious. I think it's weird feeling just really protective of mm-hmm. the listeners and being like, well, no, they like, they trust me and listen to me. So like, I don't want to talk about something. I don't want to sell something that I don't love. Yeah. So yeah. Which means I'm making zero dollars. Yeah. We, we're not doing really <laughs> Don't great listen to that aspect side. of me, but whatever. It's fine. Yeah. But uh, it, those are all, those are all personal choices that you kind of got to know back to the top of the episode of why you're getting into it and what the purpose behind it is and what your expectation is. Mm-hmm. Like if you are like, no, I pay someone $300 an episode and the only way I have to monetize it is selling reading ad copy that someone else wrote and they want it in the middle mm-hmm. and your goal is to make money. Well, now you've put yourself in that equation where that's yep. what you're going to do. And that is fine. Good on you. Just not for me. Yep. So agreed. All right. Should we wrap this up? It's probably been a long time. Oh my God. We just talk and talk and talk. We'll also remind you that there are very well laid out Yes, if you want a step by step, there are such yeah, great resources. Podcastinsights.com is one that I found in my research that had really, really good. I did so much research for this. Um, I actually wrote something down. Um, but like there are definitely, if you put in like how to start a podcast, there is so much information. This was just like really needed because people wanted to know. Like, yeah, now we can, you know, send them to this if anyone asks. And that's a great resource. And I would say another thing is, I didn't know or have any training on any of this stuff, a little bit of sound editing before, but YouTube, like you just YouTube, how do I make an echo go away or how do I get my microphone set up? And there's just so many people giving out such great advice on the internet. Mm-hmm. There's some people giving bad advice on the internet Is and are there? creepy on the internet, but no. some people. Are <laughs> no way. All right. She slayers until next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait.